Hello and welcome. This is Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And together we are Insanely Relative. Hello everybody. Oh my gosh, we have been MIA for a little bit. Today is Wednesday, September 14, 2022. This is our 32nd <clears throat> podcast. And we kind of took the summer off to just well, kind of... Yeah, actually, most of the summer. We did, what, one or two in July? Yeah. Yeah. Some in June. So we kind of <clears throat> just are regrouping, and we had been talking a lot over the summer and thought about how amazing our bodies are. And we came up with our topic for today, which is your body is a temple. And you want to do the quote? Sure. Or do you want me to do it? I'll do it. You do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so our quote today is, your body is the most precious thing you own. Take care of it. And this is super important, especially with all of the things that have gone on over the last two years where we saw that um, you know there was more of a mortality rate with people who had comorbidities. Yes. And even something like blood pressure, high blood pressure, um, was considered a comorbidity mm-hmm. and a lot of Americans are considered obese. I yes. mean, I'm, I'm probably considered overweight. I don't right. know, but I mean, yeah, it's I like can't, really, I can't meet the chart. Scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need to update those charts. They do. <laughs> but there, there's so many things that, you know, we were thinking about and about how amazing our bodies are. And Jenna Indeed. and I talk about this all the time because we really try to, not that we're anti-pharmaceutical, because no. that has a purpose, obviously, if you, you know, have, um, you need insulin because you're a diabetic right. or you have another or surgery or yeah, and antibiotics. I mean, there's certainly a time and a place mm-hmm. for everything, but it, it, one of my pet peeves is when you go to the doctor and they take your blood pressure and all automatically, they just want to give you medicine. Right. And my whole thing is, well, I mean, I, I'm not having high blood pressure all the time, but I'm maybe up 10 pounds or 15 pounds. And I've been eating like crap because I have potato chips and salt, a lot of salty foods and alcohol because it was the summer and Mm -hmm. you're just eating a lot and drinking a lot. We're Um, stressed. I mean, even when people go to the doctor, they have that white coat syndrome where they get higher blood pressure because they're actually in the doctor. It makes them nervous. Right. So my whole thing is why doesn't the doctor approach you with, okay, listen, why don't we take a look at your diet, take a look at your exercise routine, and let's see, you know, two, three weeks. Let's mm-hmm. see what it can do to change things. If it doesn't change things, then, you know, yeah, maybe you do need a medication or maybe there's an herb um, right. that you could possibly take. But I think there's so many other avenues, and our health professionals are very quick to prescribe medication. But in their defense, I believe that is how they're trained yes. and taught. And oftentimes, um, they're not, they, can't, they can't recommend an herb because it's, it would basically go against their Because it's not approved. Philosophy. It's not approved. It, they can't, you can't, um, what's it called? When you... Prescribe? No, you can't, um, oh, I can't think of the word. Like when you, you uh, patent. You can't patent an herb because it's natural to the earth. So unless there's a form of it that is part of something you're making with other things. Mm. So I think that makes it difficult for them. But there are doctors. I mean, there are types of doctors that will recommend that um, if you seek that out. Yeah, and and they're far and few in between. I think we're getting a little bit more Mm -hmm. 
of a mix now with people mm-hmm. who doctors who do that my doctor retired she would be very helpful with that and then the other one that I started going to who listened and was very mm-hmm. helpful with well you know try this diet instead you know just even a lot of times women are prone to UTIs as they get older and she had told me about this low acid diet mm-hmm. that actually helped and it helped two of my girlfriends as well. Oh, great. That you don't realize that it's your pH, like everything yes. in your body is just kind of out of whack. Yes. And then you're more prone to these infections. But um, And the other thing too to remember that maybe people don't know is when you take things like an antibiotic or a medication or something, there is toxins that get into your body and don't get out unless you do something to get them out of your body. To cleanse it. Yes, to cleanse it. So, so I guess my question <laughs> is why aren't we taught to be healthy before we get sick? Yes. It, you know, so... We're not. Yeah. That, that's like a big thing for me. And um, it's funny you say that because the one doctor that I follow, he, that's his whole thing is, and it was based on his dad and he was sick and had some issues and I think since passed away, um, but that he was said, you know, we, this is sick care. It's not health care. Right. Because they're treating you when you're sick. Mm-hmm. They're not telling you how to be healthy. They're not teaching you how to be healthy. And it's not everybody. It's not all the doctors out there. It's not all the physicians and the nurses, but it's a lot of them. And he said, this isn't right. Like people need to know how to take care of their bodies and keep that body healthy mm-hmm. because it's literally going to carry you. Like we said, it's your temple. It's right. You're living in that for the time you're here on earth. So yeah. you need to take care of it. And, and like, think about it. You, you have to tune into your body yes. because if you don't listen to your body, then you're just going to keep repeating the same things. Like Habits. perfect example, like is if you, you know, you're 21 years old and you're out and you just drink a ton. What does your body do? Your body rejects it. Yes. You get sick mm-hmm. and your body's letting you know, listen, this is not okay. Right. One or two was great. 20 mm-hmm. was not so cool. <laughs> but I mean, I'd be dead, but yeah. Well, or you could <laughs> just be pumped, but no. But like, so your body starts to give you, mm-hmm. just in that scenario, you start to get a little like, oh, okay, things are getting a little blurry. Right. You know, your body starts to tell you to stop. And your body always tells you. If you are really in tune, right. it will tell you, which you and I talk about this a lot, because we're a little more hypersensitive Mm -hmm. to what's going on in our bodies. It's just our natural way. Um, Therefore, we can identify things before they get to a certain place. You know, we're like, oh, nope, something's not right. Yeah. Like, oh, I ate this and not agreeing. And that's why, like, so if Jenna or I don't feel well sometimes, um, because we usually feel pretty good. Yeah. Knock on wood. (laughs) Um, But what we'll do is say, well, okay, well, what did you do different this week? So then we'll just start to write it down for a couple of days. Like, what did we do? And Mm -hmm. it might have been adding more onion to our dinners or adding more broccoli, which Mm -hmm. upsets a stomach with, you know, too much flatulence. (laughs) Um, So there's so many things that your body will start to just react to and tell you, hey, I don't like broccoli. Right. I don't like onion. I don't like onion in abundance. Yeah. But, and just so many different things that you have to pay attention to. At all times. Because then you have the, uh, the, the whole thing where your body changes over, year, over the years, right? So, like, I went from the age of chi- baby to 11, not allergic to sunblock. Mm-hmm. Then at 11, all of a sudden, I'm allergic to sunblock. So, it, 
your body changes, so you have to listen to it and you have to, it might not tomorrow, today, it might be this way, next week, it might be different. Right. Um, hormonal things affect you. Food affects definitely. We know that, mm-hmm. right? We know dairy is an inflammation, causes inflammation in your body along with other things. We've learned that. I've learned that. Um, so yeah, there, but if you really do focus and it, it's not that hard. I know people get discouraged because they're like, I don't want to have to take it, write everything down that I eat. It's too stressful. Like, I don't have time for that. It really doesn't take that much time. And if you're just doing it for a short period to kind of, yeah. you know, dissect what you've done in order right. to like break it down, it's not that hard. And oftentimes you can find the culprit. Right. So funny story. I do, <laughs> I do get white coat syndrome. Mm-hmm. So my um, doctor had always said, you know what, just periodically check your blood pressure at home. Mm-hmm. It's, it's systematically good. It's mm-hmm. usually fine, you know, 120 over 80, 116 over 70, whatever. It's usually good. High stress times, obviously, it's going to be higher. Yeah. And I know that's what it is. But there was this one time I took it, and it was high. Mm-hmm. It was like 160 over 100. Oh, my gosh. And I lost my mind. So I call my best Which friend. makes you more anxious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it goes up even higher. So I call my friend Angel, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Like, oh. I don't know if I should have Bill take me to the hospital. Like, maybe... She's like, all right, all right, hon, hon, listen, <laughs> what did you eat this week? And I'm like, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. I had coffee. I had this. I had that. She's like, wait a minute. How much coffee? Much coffee. And I said, well, <laughs> I mean, Bill was at a meeting and they had leftover Dunkin' Donuts box and he brought it home. She's like, hon, hon, <laughs> is it decaf? And I'm like, no, I don't know. And she's like, I bet you it's not decaf. Uh-huh. And come to find out, I called the guy who ordered the coffee, and he goes, no, it's not decaf. Why would it be? I had drank in two days (laughs) that box. Stop. I did. I made iced coffee. I made regular coffee. (laughs) Like, I was just drinking it like it was going out of style. And caffeine Mm -hmm. did that to me. So it's that. And salt will do that to me. Right. As well. And I know that by taking my blood pressure periodically at home. Yes. And... One of the things, and Jenna and I are not doctors. We don't no. claim to be doctors, and nothing that we say here should be taken as gospel. <laughs> but these are things that have helped us. So I reduced my caffeine. I reduced my salt. Mm-hmm. And I started taking um, a grapefruit, which I hate, every morning. I ate the first one. I told Jenna. <laughs> I called her up. I'm like, oh, my God. That was disgusting. It looked like a wolf had gotten to it when she showed me it. I'm like... <laughs> What did you do? You literally ate almost all of it. I ate it like an orange, okay? And I ate it like I was on the show Fear Factor and my life depended on it and I was going to win money. Because I'm thinking, if this is going to help me right. and it's just a natural piece of fruit, yes. I'm going to do it. Yes. So I do that now every day. Yes. And I'm happy to report everything's back to normal. Yes. So that's not the case for everybody. Some people do have mm-hmm. hypertension. Some people are prone to that. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody who it it just changes with your food intake, mm-hmm. your stress level, your alcohol level, because all summer mm-hmm. I was drinking a lot. Yeah. I, a lot. <laughs> I mean, so that didn't help. And then add caffeine to it. But the reason, and because I had done some research, the reason that if you are on a blood pressure medicine it says not to eat grapefruit with your medication is because naturally it is shown that grapefruit can help lower your blood pressure by a couple of points. So if you're on medication, 
it could drop it too, too low. low. Correct. So don't Correct. ever take grapefruit Although, without consulting your doctor. Mike was eating his grapefruit with everything, so who knows? He was fine. But yeah, you never know. And the other thing too is um, it, it changes, right? So like I, I have the caffeine thing. I was able to drink probably two or three cups of coffee a day, caffeinated, and I have any issues. Then all of a sudden, I started to get a racing heart and heart palpitation. So I was like, okay, slow it back. Yeah, I called her. I'm like, oh my goodness, something's wrong. And she was like, okay, what did you have? What's different? What's, you know? And I'm like, oh my goodness, is it the caffeine? So I stopped the caffeine. Now I'm strictly decaf coffee. Sometimes I'll do a half-calf, throw it in there, Mm -hmm. because I know it causes that. But oddly enough, recently sugar now does this to me which is a godsend i probably prayed for this because <laughs> i eat way too much sugar i love sugar yeah it's a my it's my drug right like it's like addicting to me and i got to the point where i was like oh my gosh i think i have i gotta stop eating sugar and i feel like as soon as i said that and made that like st- statement mm-hmm. my body was like okay now you're gonna get fluttering heart every time you eat right. sugar right. um not every time but like you know, most times, if it's too much, if it's but too your much body sugar, told you. but my body was like, stop, pull back. So now I'm like, okay, Jenna, one dove chocolate, not five <laughs> dove chocolates. Like let's slowly, you know, so it does help you. Mm-hmm. It, it is warning. Your, your body will warn you. It will warn you. Yeah. And the nice thing with mm-hmm. us is, so we're seven years apart yes. and your bodies change every seven years. Yes. So a lot of times what Jenna's going through now I had already been through right. it because our constitutions are the same. Yes. So that's why I said to her, well, I know that caffeine did that to me. Yes. Sugar probably does, but I ignore it. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm not giving up sugar. <laughs> but I probably should, but I'm not. Um, so in that respect, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I've kind of lived through that yes. same thing because we're in the same family and we have the same genes that we tend to have this we seem to have very similar genes too because i'll tell my mom and my mom will be like i don't have any of these issues and i'll call you and you'll be like oh it's the sharp side honey and i'm like you know what the sharps really need to take a back seat now i've had enough of this like family issues but um all good things nothing terrible so we should be thankful but um, yeah but yeah it's it's true but her body told her her body told her by having some heart Mm -hmm. palpitations and now, if they hadn't gone away in a couple of days, right, you would have gone to the doctor. Yes. And it was funny because I had them for quite a few days, actually, maybe a week or two. And I kept going, all right, what's, what's, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why is this happening? I'm not drinking caffeine, so it's got to be something else. And then I realized, okay, you're eating a bunch of ice cream. Ice cream. That, oh, my God. Greens, <gasps> Greens. coffee chip ice cream yes. is the best. We're both off it's of it the right best. now. But me it, for the caffeine, her for the sugar. Well, it's both, right? It's double deuce <laughs> right there. So, and then I was like, okay, but you're eating candy or you're eating chocolate or something. And I'm like, all right, stop that. And then once I pulled back on that, they, they went away and I was like, oh darn, <laughs> it is that. She like, called me so depressed. She's like, oh, it's sugar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm grateful that my body gives me those signs. Right. So it's like, Hey, slow, slow down. Like, don't, don't do that. Pull back. Because something's not right. And the fluttering heart really does stop me in my tracks. Absolutely. Because I don't have it regularly. So when that goes really fast, and it usually happens like when I'm walking up the steps with something heavy, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Am I having a heart attack or am I just having a reaction? Right. Usually it's just the reaction. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but if you think about how amazing our bodies are and the things... I mean, I know I broke my tibia bone when I was four. I was in a cast and it, it healed. healed. You know, I, yeah. I had two C-sections and my body healed. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, my son, when he was 18 months old, stuck his finger in the door hinges <sighs> and pulled the door shut. La, 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 la. Tip of his finger came off. The hospital's telling me, oh, he's going to need plastic surgery for this. Ends up neosporin and a bandage. And I'm thinking part of it is because he was so little yes. and he was still growing. Right. That finger healed up in a couple of weeks. And he just has a tiny shorter finger than the rest of them. Right. No plastic surgery, nothing. His body healed it up. Right. Think about when you cut your hand, you cut your finger. I mean, we cut ourselves, poke ourselves every single day. Mm -hmm. Not ones that require stitches. Right. But even with stitches, it heals. It heals. You close it up and the body heals. Yes. So. And you have to give your body time to heal. That's another thing people don't, are not very good at. Like. Rest. Rest. Water, sleep, very important. We've talked about that in our mm-hmm. in our health uh, podcasts, but it is so important. Like for instance, Connor wasn't feeling well yesterday. He has a whole allergy thing going on. Comes home, sleeps for four hours, wakes up feeling so much better and drank mm-hmm. a ton of water. And it's like, your body's telling you, your body gives you the messages. Sometimes you ignore them because you're busy or you're mm-hmm. going and doing things and you don't want to listen. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. it is, it's, it really, it really is a miracle. Your body is pretty awesome Mm -hmm. what it does it really is I mean just think about you know when you get sick and you get a fever Mm -hmm. right I have always been of the mindset that unless the fever is over 102 Mm -hmm. I let it run which I took from you yes I do the same because in my opinion the fever is there for a reason and the reason is is that it encourages the body to create more white blood cells antibodies uh, there's a special protein that it forms that helps shield the body from mm-hmm. organisms that are invading the body. Any kind mm-hmm. of um, microorganism yeah. that is causing a virus mm-hmm. or whatever. Attacking. So when you have a fever, it's actually a good thing yes. because your body is fighting off or trying to fight It's creating off. what it needs to do to fight that off. Right. And when you lower that by taking medication, mm-hmm. number one, you're not resting because all, all of a sudden you feel better. Right. And then so now True. you want to go and do things because mm-hmm. your fever's down. But when you have a fever, all you do is lay around. Yes. So if you're going to listen to your body, mm-hmm. let the fever go. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, to where you're comfortable with right. it. I'm comfortable up to 102. And then you mm-hmm. will rest and you'll see that in a couple, it takes a couple days. Yes. But then you're fine. And it's exhausting because, you know, you don't really, like if you're but like you're us, sick. you don't want to be down, right? right. We want to be moving and doing things. But, and some people, some naturalists believe not even after 102 don't treat it. Yeah, like let it burn out, burn yeah. out. But I, I get a little nervous when it gets super high. Right. Um, and most of the time, I do have to say, it doesn't usually go over 102 that, yeah. that often. Not too far over. Maybe yeah. 102.2 or whatever. Right. Um, so that's true. Yes, your body, it, that's another perfect thing. How about, how about growing a child inside mm-hmm. of your body? Right. And all systems go, right? Like you go to the doctor most of the time. There are times where things don't don't work and that is a very sad situation. Most of the time, your body knows exactly what it needs to do. It forms the heart, the blood vessels, everything, the brain, everything. And all of a sudden you have this human that you literally formed and through your umbilical cord have fed and mm-hmm. kept running for nine and a half months, 10, whatever, you know, it's almost it, alien 10 months. Like. It is almost alien-like. And well, that's a whole different story, but, um, 
but it is so miraculous. Like I remember when I was pregnant with Connor, I would just be so in awe when they would tell me things or I would see him on the little screen or I'd feel him move. I'm like, this is insane. Like what our bodies can do. Yeah. Absolutely. Crazy. And even a lot of times, like when, because my first six months of pregnancy were not easy with my first, but all they can really tell you is, because you can't take medications, is rest. Mm -hmm. Put your feet up and rest. Let Mm -hmm. your body do what it needs to do without taxing it by you know right. running around and being a crazy person. So yes. I learned to basket weave when but I was pregnant did. with That's my right. son. <laughs> and I, I had a situation where I, and I developed asthma. Yeah. And then they wanted to give me, because it was obviously bothering me more when I was pregnant because I, you know, all the weight and everything. And every, anytime I moved, it was a lot of right. you know, exertion. And they said... They gave me an inhaler and they said, okay, this is like a level. So there's A, B, and C in drugs while you're pregnant. And it was kind of like toward a level C, which is worse. Right. It's one of the worst ones. And I was like, I'm not taking this. Unless I am dying of not being able to breathe, Mm -hmm. I'm not taking this. Mm -hmm. Because I was so worried that there's a reason they tell you, right, that these are levels. It's not good for you to be taking. So I didn't. I didn't take it. Now, I had some episodes Mm -hmm. where I couldn't breathe. I was coughing and couldn't breathe. And I, I got myself mentally able to breathe again. But it, it, there's that too. Like, you know, it's like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't put it on my body. You're telling me it's not that great. But if I need it, obviously right. to use it. <clears throat> so there's so many different things that you go through in right. your life, like that kind of stuff. And some people um, don't worry about that. Whereas I'm a little bit more of a worrier about how it's going to affect me on the other side. What right. are the side effects going right. to be for me? Right. right. Like, okay, I'm going to put that in and I might be able to breathe, but am I going to be allergic to it? And what's going to happen to my baby? And what's going to happen to the baby? And then when Connor was little, he had to have a nebulizer. And this is how we found out I was allergic to albuterol because I was giving him the nebulizer Mm -hmm. and it was coming up into my face and I couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. And I called the doctor and she's like, oh, you don't, then you don't give it to him because you obviously have an issue with albuterol. And I'm like, we wouldn't have never known that. And most of those asthma sprays are albuterol. So it's very, it's interesting. It's very interesting to me um, how your body does tell you things. Yeah, it really does. It really does. But so, uh, you know, our main point in doing this podcast today is just to remind everybody, like, Mm -hmm. our bodies are incredible if given the opportunity Mm -hmm. to heal and be well. Yes. Because you can just, just something as simple as losing, and it's not simple to lose five pounds a lot of times. Not not this age. like losing five pounds your knees might not hurt as much. Right. You can probably breathe better. You just have a little more energy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then if you do have issues that are affected by weight, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're just you're going to start to yeah. see that stuff possibly go away. You do. I've seen people do that where they were overweight and then they mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're off their medications. They're not having to take anything because they're just doing well. Yes. Because when your body has too much weight... Yeah, it, it, it causes a lot work. of issues. It works too hard. It works hard. And that's one of um, this Dr. Living Good's thing is get your body healthy. Work to, do, to get it to where it should be, like all systems going, you know, your heart, your brain, your lungs, lungs everything. Your liver. Get them healthy. Detox. Get yeah. all the other bad stuff out of your body. Eat healthy. You know, he has all these things. But I do want to read some of the cool things that he writes in here mm-hmm. about... 
what your body can do. It's pretty amazing. Um, I'll just read a few of them. Um, so he sa- says, you could remove a large part of your internal organs and still survive. The, I like this one. The acid in your stomach is strong enough to dissolve razor blades. But think don't eat that. razor but blades. But don't eat razor blades. But it's that, just think about that. Like the acidity it has to be at, right? Um, take a deep breath in. The surface area of your lungs is equivalent to the surface area of a tennis court. This one's fun. Pound for pound, babies are stronger than oxen. Wow. Your nose can remember 50,000 different scents. Pretty awesome. Your lungs consist of over 300 million capillaries. Just let's back up a minute. I can attest to my nose remembering 50,000 different scents because I am one of those people that has a heightened sense of smell. Right. And it'll send, if I smell something, it literally sends me back to oh, like yeah. a moment, oh, you know, absolutely. where you, you remember. Yep. Um, human bone is four times stronger than concrete. The focusing muscles of your eyes looking right now at the book that I'm looking at move about 100,000 times in an average day. That would be the same as walking 50 miles every day for your leg muscles. Wow. If I walked 50 miles, I'm pretty sure I'd collapse mm-hmm. because we hiked in, in Wyoming and I walked 10 miles and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Um, the average human body gives off enough heat in only a half hour to boil a half gallon of water. The blood vessels in your body. Now this one I could see because there are tons of blood vessels. Uh, if they're placed end to end, would stretch a combined 25,000 miles long enough to circle the globe. Hmm. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of gross. You produce enough saliva in your lifetime to fill two swimming pools. And what's the other one I liked? Um, oh, the brain operates at the same amount of, a pa- of power as a 10-watt light bulb. Interesting. That is interesting. And what's the name of this book? This book is called Living Good Daily, and it's written by Dr. Living Good. And it's, cool. it's a 21-day guide to experience real health, and it has a workbook in it. I'm not done through it, but I'm reading it, and I go back to it because I think of things that he said. And he has you know um, people in there talking about how they got off all these medicines mm-hmm. because they started to really take care of their body and do the things that he's teaching them they can do as long as it's nothing there are people like he even says there are people that have to be on medicine for certain things but if you if you can change your lifestyle a little bit and you can alter things you can get healthy because obviously if you have diabetes right i mean a lot of times no matter what you do right some well forget what especially if it's juvenile diabetes yeah yeah the other diabetes you can you can change with your diet but juvenile diabetes i think is a little different yeah because you're born with that or you have it, you get it later, yeah. early in life. Yeah, there's so many different ones, but there are certain ones that you just, you have to be on medication. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. We're just saying that, you know, if it's something that you're not feeling well, take a look at what you're doing right. and what you're eating and drinking. And it might be in that that mm-hmm. you see the answer. Most times you will. You know? Definitely eating and what you're doing mm-hmm. are two huge things because right. your energy and your nutrients and minerals come from your food. So if you're not eating the proper food, you're not getting the proper minerals for your brain to function. Right. Big one is sleep. I keep saying this, but if you don't sleep enough, right. that's when your brain regenerates. That's when your body heals. Mm-hmm. That's why they say when you're have a feet rest, yeah. don't, don't stop it. You yeah. know? Um, so it is, it's, it's truly amazing. And I think people forget that, you know, oh, they want to eat 
all that junk and they want to like party and like college kids think about what they eat right mm-hmm. if we lived like that our whole life right. the rest of our life oh my gosh right we wouldn't live very long right. we wouldn't have a very long life well if you think about all of the advertisements on tv for uh, all these medications like every for foot fungus for mm-hmm. you know nasal sprays all this other stuff for allergies for this for that um I had horrible allergies, and I use that in the past tense because I started buying local honey Mm -hmm. many years ago. My friend does this. And I started to take it every single day. Now, it took six months, seven months, because I had to build up. Yes. But because I was ingesting the honey of the local pollens... Mm -hmm. I don't have seasonal allergies like I used to. I mean, I'll get a little bit of a tickle now and then if everything's blowing around, but not like I used to. I used to be stuffed up, sneezing, coughing. Red eyes. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And now when I go to another area, like four hours away, Mm -hmm. I will have more of an allergy reaction to the plants up there. Yes. So what I did is I bought just recently the honey up there. So I'm going to alternate. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully in a few months when I go up next year, then maybe I won't have that. It's interesting you issue. say that because I everybody thinks it's odd that I'm okay here, but when I go to the beach, right. I'm worse, which you think you'd be better at the beach. But again, it's yeah. different pollen, it's different things going on. But I wanted to make a comment to your statement that you made about um, uh, about the commercials on television. And mm-hmm. the other thing you have to think about, so a lot of people will be like, oh gosh, six months is a long time to take sorry, to take, um, you know, something to try to do honey and like Mm -hmm. wait for it to work. Right. But look on the television when you're watching those side effects that happen with those drugs Mm -hmm. and tell me that trying honey for six months wouldn't be more worth the long, the late in the later phase, you know, for longevity in your life than dealing with those side effects that could potentially happen. Yeah. Almost every single one says, Oh, it could induce vomiting. It could cause diarrhea. Diarrhea. It could cause death. Death. Cause loss of eyes. Yeah. And you know, that kind of thing to me, I'm like, well, I'd rather sneeze and right. call six months right. before. For, right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, definitely something natural. And then just even like when my kids were little and they would get really stuffed up, I would sometimes put Vicks on their chests mm-hmm. if they were really bad. But then I got turned on to rosemary oil. Mm-hmm. And if you drop rosemary oil into some like warm water mm-hmm. and into a spritzer bottle. Yes. And I would spray it on their pajamas. And it actually calmed them. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it on their skin because it can burn their skin if you don't have it um, right. diluted, diluted properly. Yes. So I would put it on their little jammies and they would sleep like little babies. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't be as stuffed up and they were comfortable. Yeah. And it smelled nice. Yeah, and we do a humidifier, water humidifier. But even that makes me like crazy because I'm like, is there mold in the mechanism? You know, right. then we're like putting mold into the air. So right, um, right. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of natural. I'm all about the natural oils. I do. I use them for everything pretty much at this yeah. point. Um, well, I have a girlfriend who uses it for. Um, there's like rollers. I yes. don't know if it's mm-hmm. living. What is it called? Living. Uh, yes, that one. Yeah, I forget the name of it. Living well. No. Something. Something living. And then there's Bach. Bach is another Bach, one. Yes. But she'll use it for headaches. You mm-hmm. roll it on the back of your neck instead of ingesting an Excedrin mm-hmm. or something. Now, I love Excedrin, but Excedrin will make my heart pound. Because it has caffeine Like you in would it. not believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. And same I thing. Can't I, can't take, I can't take Sudafedrin. Nope. Because, again, I get the heart palpitations yes. and everything. So, 
you know, your body tells you, yes. you just got to listen Which to I'm it. grateful for, right? Yeah. I'm grateful that my body's telling me, even with the sunblock situation. Yes, yeah. it's hard. You have to be more cautious. You don't go out in the sun at certain times. But I'd rather that than putting chemicals on my body that I don't know how they're going right. to, what they're going to do later in life. So, right. hey, if my body's warning me at a very young age, it was 11, it was like, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're and, not doing this. And it's funny because I'm to the extreme. I don't use sunscreen right. and I love the sun. Yes. But my body, I will get a little sun rash and my body's telling me, hey, MF, you had enough. Right. Get out of the <laughs> get sun. Get out of the sun. Yeah. So I usually pray for rain for a couple of days because I can't do it on my <laughs> well, own. Well, you were convinced that your parents were putting cloud coverage over you because they were not happy that you were in this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but also there was a show the other night that I happened upon and it was called The Unexplained mm-hmm. and it's narrated by William Shatner. Oh, okay. And that it's on the History Channel. And this particular show was talking about your body and how amazing it can be. Uh And there were people on there who, I mean, they survived extreme, extreme accidents, like falling 47 stories. One woman fell. She was the only survivor in a um, a plane crash. Oh, my gosh. And she fell three and a half miles Oh my and gosh. she lived. I mean, obviously, she was broken up yes. and had a lot of issues, but she survived. There was another woman got shot twice in the head, and it wasn't until she was in the emergency room that she knew what had actually happened. Eight days later, she was out of there. Her brain was fine. Everything was fine. She could walk. And it's just, it's all unexplained. So crazy. they're trying to figure out, you know, is there something special in these people? Um, or is it just like divine intervention Mm -hmm. is it faith is it because there were 33 miners Mm -hmm. in chile i think it was like 2010 and they did their story where they had gotten blocked underground miles underground and they ended up um drilling to see if they could Mm -hmm. get to them and they survived that's crazy for i think it was months because they had found them in august like what their location was and said that they wouldn't be able to get them until december oh my gosh and i believe it was november they got them out but they and were dropping stuff down to them right at like that food point they were able to drop stuff down yeah so at that point i think that's faith right there that well they that, said it that was. situation because they said there were 33 of us but mm-hmm. we say there were 34 because god was with us yeah and i i totally believe in mm-hmm. in all of that i mean that's that's why that's what get, gets people through things a right. lot of times but there was even um a guy who had there was an accident in this this spear like metal oh rod went through his head and it was like in the 1800s it was oh. the first documentation uh-huh. and he lived it just missed all the parts it sh- well it like, like went through his eye and went through and they were oh, saying something gosh. about the brain being elasticy yeah. that there are certain particles in there that weren't necessary but that it, yeah, it was a miracle, That's like crazy. how these people and people who got ele- like uh, struck by lightning, lightning seven times, mm-hmm. and it's it's I've heard those stories. just crazy. But it was neat, like it was different. And they have a bunch of other stuff, but this particular one was about the body and how the body of these people were able to survive mm-hmm. and heal. And so it was the unexplained with William Shatner on the History Channel. It was wow, it was I'll interesting. Check it out. It was definitely interesting. So. Yeah. Um, you know, two people fall from the same height and one person dies and the other person doesn't. Yeah. So at that point, what did you die from? Did you die from fear? Oh, maybe. Right? Because if one of you was like, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, when I'm not going to survive. Maybe. And the other one was like, I'm going to survive, I'm praying to God. You never, like, I would just love to be in the minds of those people at that time. Right. 
to know like what were you doing differently you know how did they survive and you didn't right you know what i mean yeah it's interesting yeah and and it's unexplained so you'll never really know i'll never know but it was so cool wow that's all but no so i mean that's all we just really wanted to to kind of bring that we're starting into fall so we're gonna you know we're not gonna have as much sun we're not gonna have the long Mm -hmm. days and you know, we know that with anxiety, if you exercise more, redu- reduce your alcohol, eat mm-hmm. better, that you will feel better. Talk to a friend, walk with a friend, yes. um, even on the phone. Listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our podcast. But even on the phone, because sometimes, mm-hmm. like, Jenna can't meet her friend, so they'll talk on the phone. And walk. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, and she'll walk. And then, or sometimes you'll call me mm-hmm. if I'm not walking with a friend, and we'll just talk on the phone and walk separately. Yeah. You know, half yes. hour away from each other. So there are ways, there are ways to do it. There's you just need that encouragement ways. sometimes, I think, yeah. to get, to get going. But really try to, mm-hmm. your body is a temple. It really is amazing when you think about how much you walk, how much your body does on a daily basis, what you can see, what you can do physically, mm-hmm. what you're able to do. How you wake up and go to sleep every day. Yeah. Just, it just happens. Your body knows to do it. Right. It's time to go to bed. Shut your eyes and go to sleep. It's time to wake up, get up, and put your feet on the ground. Right. Even just that. But if you take nothing else away from this, listen to your body. Because it is telling you. It is definitely telling you what you need. Mm -hmm. And even pain is telling you. Mm -hmm. Like if you're having back pain or you're having ankle, foot pain, hip pain, it's telling you Mm -hmm. that something's not right. Right. That you have to alter something that you're doing. You might need new sneakers. You might right. need inserts in could your be sneakers. Simple. Yeah. It could, it could be, be very simple. I know that I, I had knee issues the one time and I couldn't figure it out. Here it was just a pulled, just a pulled muscle, <laughs> but it really altered how mm-hmm. I could walk. Mm-hmm. So I went to physical therapy. The first thing the doctor had said to me though was, well, I'll just give you pain medicine. No. I said, no, I don't want to just take pain medicine. I want to fix it. Right. And I went to physical therapy and after a few sessions mm-hmm. and stretching it out, it was fine. Yeah. It, it really, it, and I have a friend and she listens, so this is funny. But every time I call her, I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. Something's happening. She's like, are you stretching? That's her first question. Yeah. She's a physical therapist. And the question is always, are you stretching? So now I don't even call her until I have stretched. Because stretched. <laughs> I'm like, no, the first question is going to be, are you stretching? And I can't say no, I can't. So I have to stretch. So it's good though. It's a good reminder. Like, so now it's, hey, I stretched and it still hurts. Now I stretched. Now what do I do? Um, so, it, but it's a good, it is like your body needs to be taken care of. It needs you need to put time into it for it to give back to you. Mm-hmm. So take care of it. It is your temple. It is your temple. <laughs> so our quote for the day, your body is the most precious thing you own. Take care of it. And with that, have a wonderful day. Enjoy the sun and beautiful blue sky. And we will talk to you later. And Namaste. Namaste.